Before we get into today's topic, uh, I'd like to mention that the Digital Broker Podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Ryan, you've got some experience with them, don't you? I, I do, and I, and I really like Indio for multiple purposes. One, as we've talked about, it, it, it helps define that customer experience. The other is the reduction in E&O that you're going to see. I believe that a well-implemented Indio solution will, will limit your E&O exposure because you're getting data one time and reusing that data in the same bucket over and over. If you haven't seen Indio, you should check it out at least understand what you're missing out in. I, I think it's a it's a great product for both client experience and process improvement internally, and you limit your ENO at the same time. Well, that's great. People uh, listening can go ahead and get a demo. Uh, go to the website that's used, U-S-E-N-D-O-I-N-D-I-O.com. Click on the Get Started button and schedule a time for a demo. And be sure to let them know that you came from the Digital Broker Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Broker Podcast with Steve Anderson and Ryan Deeds, where we help agents and brokers drive profitability through operational excellence. Hello, I'm Steve Anderson here with my co-host Ryan Deeds uh, and our uh, next episode of the Digital Broker Podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Hey, hey, Steve. Good to be with you. So, Ryan, today we're going to talk about agency management systems, uh, and I suspect we're going to be talking about them a lot at certain points as we uh, continue to really, again, talk about um, excellence in operations. Uh, and an agency management system is the core piece of technology. I mean – I would say it's kind of the heart, the heart and soul. I mean, every system that you're going to bring in, you're going to be looking at integrations with that agency management system. Yeah, and I think we need, you know, it's we've call them agency management systems, and maybe the first thing to really start thinking about or talking about is, you know, do they actually manage an agency? Um, well, I think yes, to a large degree, uh, and. They really are policy management systems and accounting and right all of the pieces uh, that have historically been built uh, into these systems to help a agency run effectively, efficiently, profitably, uh, et cetera. Um, and, I, and I like the fact that you, that you delineate that because, I mean, I think that, again, we get locked in the nebulousness of our words. Right. And so agency management system to one person means something totally different to another, mm -hmm. you know. And so I like the aspect of, of calling it a policy management system um, because especially some of the newer ones that are coming out don't have all the all the bells and whistles plugged into it. So, you know, I, I think that if you look at the core functionality, it's to track expiration dates, to give a list, what exposures, you know, what limits we have. Um, but, yeah, I like policy management systems so much better because – Ultimately, we're bringing in seven or eight different packages to be able to do this stuff. And then we bundle it all together and we call that the agency management system. Yeah, and I, I think that's a key idea uh, and certainly has developed over time um, in terms of what do these things do? What, what functions are they good at? Maybe what functions are they not uh, good at? My uh, personal bias has been for quite some time uh, that these systems are not very good at marketing and sales. And that's a core piece of what happens within an agency. Um, and, and so they've struggled, you know, trying to implement all of that. And we can talk about that as a specific topic in, in a little bit. Uh, I want to say that 
I've been dealing with selecting agency management systems since 19, about 83. Hmm. The first system I selected, I put that in quotes, uh, was uh, when I was part of my father-in-law's agency. It was about 1982-83. It was a system that at that time the insurance companies were paying for, and uh, we were a a big traveler's representative, and they came and said, we've got this system called EBS, uh, engineered business systems that they bought. It was actually part of the travelers, and that they wanted to uh, install that into our agency, help us be more efficient, Uh, and effective, and uh, they would pay for that in return for premium uh, production. And so we did. And at that time, it was, you know, huge refrigerator-sized box, reel-to-reel tape backup, green screen monitors. As I always say, it it looked really cool. Didn't do anything, but <laughs> right. looked really cool. Very, very and, impressive. And it gave me a lot of things, uh, a lot of toys to play with uh, at the time. But from that very beginning, uh, I've been involved in one way or another. And that agency, uh, my father-in-law's agency, and the second agency I was in actually made the transition from, at that time, uh, applied TAM, the agency manager, to Sajita early on. And then that agency transitioned over to the X-Dimensional NextShare platform. Um, and over the years, uh, just through my interaction with agencies and consulting, you know, management systems were a very big deal. In fact, when I left my father-in-law's agency in 1990, that was the first thing I did was start consulting with agencies on these new systems, right, that they were buying, network systems. And uh, there were lots of variety of systems uh, at the time. And their expectations were probably a lot lower than they are today. I mean, one of the things that you had indicated was that the modern systems, the the ones that we use for the most part today, aren't great at external marketing. I would say they're not great at external anything, right? They're very internal facing. Yes. And as we turn into a more externalized world and we need to have more client connection, we need to give more tangible value to our clients, some of these systems have a harder time keeping up. And so when I look at the evaluation of that, that's that's always – and if you've seen Sajita's client access portal, um, it, ha- it has a lot of, of work that needs to be done. I mean, it, it looks like it's from the 90s, you know, and so it's never been an importance to them. So I think as agencies go through their evaluation, they look at why the pain that they're going to face through the transference of to a new system has to be outweighed by the tangible benefit that they're going to tactically apply. Yeah, know? there's no question about that. And I want to be really careful here. Um, you know, it's actually pretty easy to bash the vendors. Uh Um, And I tell agency owners all the time, you get what you ask for. And you've asked for, in fact, you haven't as an agency owner. For the most part, agency owners are out of the management system. Therefore, it defaults back to the internal staff, the account managers, your operations team, whoever that is. And what do they want in a system? Well, they want faster certificates. Uh They want better policy management they want. So the whole comment about marketing and sales is you haven't asked for it. You haven't demanded it. Right. The vendors and the, respond. That's right. And the clients Sometimes have. slowly, but... I think in the last five years, you've seen a huge flip to try to get in front of that consumer more effectively, you know? And so now that the brokers are saying, hey, this is what we need. This is what our clients are doing. How do we handle this? I mean, you've got 75,000 agents around. Most are very small. They don't have the capabilities to build stuff, you know, and so they're right. leaning on their vendor partners. Right. But no, I think I think it's a great point. You know, 
so often when, when I've talked to agencies, it's, oh, this agency management sucks, system sucks, or that one sucks. We can't wait to move to this one. And it, typically it's training. I mean, you have two, peop, two different agencies using the same agency management system, one that has good results and one that has terrible efficiencies. It's generally going to be the use case. How are you using it? Like you said, have you put the work in? Have you done the training? Have you, do you have your accountability in place? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I think there's no question about that. So I think we're going to definitely break this up into a, a, at least two different comments, at least to start out this discussion around management systems. And I think the first question I want to ask or have those listening ask of their organization is, how do you know when you need a new agency management system? I mean, what are, what are the indicators? What are some of the things that those listening should look at within their own organization to actually decide? You made the comment to decide, is the pain of changing worth going through? And how do you even determine that? And then the second piece, well, we'll say for uh, the next episode, I think, is how to actually go through the system selection process. And, and as I said, I've been have done a lot of work over the years. I have a process that I use when I consult with agencies that that seems to be, you know, work well for that. But the first question is, how do you know when you need a new system? Right. And because I think that, you know, our our gut reaction to to hitting a problem with whatever software we're using is, hey, there's got to be something else out there better. The, our first reaction isn't maybe I don't know how to leverage this software to its fullest, <laughs> right? I, I just know what I've been trained on, and so that that continues to be the thing as I evaluate um, these agency management systems. When you look at actually the difference between like an Epic Applied and a Vertifor Sagita, the, the differences are not monumental, right? It's it's how you use those systems and and what training you've put behind them. So from from my perspective, I think it's a it's a good exercise because truly evaluating agency management systems is an arduous task. Mm-hmm. And in your opinion, you know, is that something that agents should be doing every year, every three years, every five years? I mean, is that just something you got to sit down and say, we're going to force ourselves to look at what's out there to understand what we may be missing out in? So I would answer that question with a yes, probably every couple of years now, uh, because as you mentioned, there are some new vendors out there. They're using platforms that are perhaps easier to keep updated or to make uh, changes. Uh, I think we definitely need to keep in mind that our clients' expectations are changing. So your comment about client portal. Right. Well, what does that even mean today? Do I wait for my vendor to improve it or do I do something that's third party? But again, we go back to our prior episode when we talked about APIs and mm-hmm. open access to, to data. And if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. We talk a lot about the benefits of opening that up. But that's a limitation. So I, I, I think there's some indicators, though, that will help an organization understand, okay, let's at least see what else is out there. What what do we not know, uh-huh. right? Um, most people don't realize how many agency management system platforms there are. I track about 40. Uh-huh. And that varies. And, and some of those 40 are older platforms and for much smaller agencies and maybe more regionally focused than nationally focused. They don't necessarily have large sales teams, et cetera. 
everybody listening to this has certainly heard of Applied Systems or Vertifor mm -hmm. as the two largest, and they continue to represent about 80% of the agencies that have a system have one of their platforms. Uh, but there are others, and there are new ones coming, uh, which sometimes surprises me because this is a, a space where it's really hard for a new vendor, a new group of people to actually develop a, a platform uh, and and put it out there for a couple of reasons. One is agents don't change very often. Right. It's very normal for an agency to be on the same platform for 10 or 15 years. Yep, we are. Yep. And so... Uh, and again, the reason is it's so hard to change. Oh, the soft product, the soft cost of productivity loss, and so often, again, when we get a complaint, it's not about the capabilities that might not exist. It's maybe we don't understand how to leverage it. I think that, that changes though now with the consumers asking for more. For more, and yeah. I, I think that is absolutely true. But I, here are some just some indicators when I'm talking to agencies that. I use as, yeah, maybe it is time to look. And, and the first one is, how long have you been on this, the same platform? Uh, and that doesn't mean that you haven't upgraded in the new versions, right, all of that. But, um, for example, Applied TAM is a great product. It's been around a long time. It's actually pretty solid and bulletproof, but it's an older platform. Mm -hmm. You know, so Applied came out with Epic as their kind of new uh, major platform. So is it time for you to look at moving from TAM to Epic? And if you're going to do that, then you owe it to yourself. The phrase I always use is you owe it to your organization to look at everything out there, regardless of whether it might work for you or not, because you're not making another decision for 10 or 15 years. You're making a 10 or 15 year decision. Well, and I think that the key, what you said earlier, is that there's so much that we don't know. Right. I mean, when you look at how quickly some of these places and these technologies are evolving, you know, if you're if you're evaluating software every seven years, you're going to look at something and be like, wow, that is really cool. But people have implemented it five years ago and, and are actually impacting their bottom line by that. And so I think if you can figure out the manageable mechanism to, to evaluate that, then at least you'll be able to understand what certain features and functionalities you wish you had. I, I'm a big proponent of getting your list of requirements before you go seek out software? No question. But obviously, if you don't know what's not there, how do you get your list of nice, you know, your needs, your wants, your nice to have? Absolutely. You know? And so I think that just being malleable and being able to evaluate that it's just time consuming. It is as an agency, as somebody who's in the agency space every day, the amount of calls that we get and the amount of noise that's out there, it makes it very difficult to figure out what are the five most valuable features of X product that Y product doesn't have, you know? Yeah, and I'll talk a lot about that when we talk about the selection process because that, that is very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not something that agency staff does all the time. So just right. the fact of how to compare. You know, as I say, the gee whiz features versus the solid workflow that needs to be there for the day-to-day -day process. And I mean, is this an account manager that's struggling at the desk that they know that there's an easier way to do something, but the agency is stuck in with X agency management system? Are they driving that change? I mean, when you're when you're starting to at, at the very beginning 
maybe wonder if you're in the wrong place, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe if you're wonder using the wrong software. I mean, because I find like you'll have a champion internally in an agency that wants to evaluate, but maybe they don't have the backing of all the members, you know? Absolutely. So, so how does how does an individual like that start to craft that argument to say, hey, let us just look to see what we're missing out in? Well, and I, I, that's how I would phrase it. No commitment. Let's just look. There is no vendor I can think of that would not want to show their system. That's right. Right? And, and, and I think you need to pay attention to some of that feedback from your staff. You know, are they – what's the backlog like? Um, what are the reasons they can't get caught up? Um, and these are comments you hear a lot. Um, you know, agency owners – talking to their buddy or friend at the convention or the CE class or the talking about, oh, this all this great new right. this great new system, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have to have that system. That's, that, right. that's the latest. My sales know. went up 10% after we implemented X. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I do think you need to pay attention. But at that point, it really is a question of, is the system lacking or do we not understand how the system does this? And that's such a critical component of it. I mean, and I think it's it gets mired in nebulousness because oftentimes we learn osmotically, right? You put some, a new employee comes in, you give them a three-week trainer course, you sit them with their team. Now they're learning from their team. But if their team forgot how to do certificates or forgot how to do X critical thing and they have this weird workaround, right? Whose fault is that? Is That's the operations team that needs to come and recheck those processes. That has nothing to do with the agency management system. But it gets the blame a lot of times. Yeah, and, and for me, that's where training comes in Absolutely. on management system. And uh, unfortunately, the mindset in most organizations is that training, we did that when we went to the new system. I strongly believe training should be an ongoing process. It has, it has to be in the culture. I mean, you have to and, try to get it in the culture. And even looking at upgrading in system, you know, when systems upgrade sure. and they have new features and functionality, breaking the habit of how we had to do it yep. and making sure we instill the new habit of how we're going to do it now, that takes time. Uh, and it takes auditing and it takes reinforcement and it takes, and it takes work and effort to make sure that that happens. And we're going through that process right now. I mean, we're upgrading Sajita to the latest and greatest. And so that means that we have to get the release notes and distribute those and figure out who that touches and who, who, who do these new things apply to and what can we help and how do we put that in place? And so, like you said, just that incremental improvement from one version to the other, let alone if there's a GUI change or right. a UI change. It can be can be by the way, GUI task. user interface, that's right? right? That's right. Okay, you, you, the stuff you look at on the screen, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and and even just workflow changes, right? Absolutely, they could absolutely be better, yeah. easier, fewer, but it's different. And I have to interject at this point. That is one of a one of the key. What's the right word I want to use? Pushbacks is staff not wanting to change. Mm -hmm. You know, so you may need a new system. And the staff may have been on the existing system for 15 years. They know it backwards and forwards, and they don't want to learn a new system. They feel safe with it, right? Yeah. They know what success looks like in their day with that system. When you bring a new relationship, a new thing, how do I do this with mm -hmm. this, you know? Exactly. And, and being better or not really isn't relevant at that point. It's That's just right. change management. That's right. One of the other indicators uh, for me is just cloud-based versus in-house. 
You know, do you have an older system that's in-house? I very strongly believe cloud-based for the majority of insurance agents and brokers is a better solution. It's better security. All kinds of things are, are there. So that's just an indicator. Again, none of these are definitive by themselves necessarily, but just things that keep kind of stepping up. Uh, the other one I hear a lot from agency owners is cost, mm -hmm. you know, monthly support, maintenance fees continuing to, to go up. Mm -hmm. And how can I afford this great big system when, frankly, they're probably only using 10 or 20 or 30 percent of the system anyway? <laughs> Valid question. Yeah. Are one of the other platforms out there that are not as capable, would that work just fine? Right. I mean, that's that's my biggest challenge with any enterprise level software that you bring in that has all the bells and whistles. I just watch how my users use Outlook and I just understand that, you know, we're going to have to really create a tactical implementation plan to help them understand the nuances of the work, mm -hmm. you know. And so that I, when I'm evaluating software, I'm evaluating implementation uh, strategy and ease of implementation as much as the bells and whistles. Because mm -hmm. who cares? If I can't use it, who cares if it does everything? Right. One of the other indicators for me is just how much paper do you have? Mm -hmm. Right? All right. And, and that certainly could be an indication of training, no question. But it also could be an indication that the you know, documentation process is just so cumbersome that paper still is a better option. Um, and again, lots of reasons. It may not be the management system that's the core reason for some of that, sure. some of those changes. Well, and I think that goes along with like when you look at Sajida um, and how many systems it takes to run Sajida. You know, we have the Sajida server, and then you have three or four other servers. Even if it was, even if it's cloud-based, you're still having to manage, you know, these different connections and all this different stuff. So the, the solution that comes as a solid box product that has all the things. That may be an advantage, mm -hmm. you know, as you're minimizing your administrative IT overhead and pivoting those to more business solution stuff, you know. We're building out servers today for the new Forms product from Sajida, from Vertifor, you know. And so um, those are – I'm always wanting to reduce that 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 vector, that window of, of infrastructure that we have. And I think that's key going forward is, you know, what do you need to manage – but what don't you need to manage, right, uh, in-house? And so, again, that's just a just another uh, indicator. Uh, another, we, you know, we've talked about training of ex existing staff quite a bit, but how long does it take new inexperienced staff to get up to speed on the system? Mm -hmm. And that's really where we, you know, when we talked about user interface um, and the flow of the system and, I mean, let's be honest, younger people that we're hiring out of college uh, to come work in our organizations, they have a much different expectation of user experience than perhaps most of the vendors currently are able to do. Me meaning, how easy is it, right? Is, it, is the workflow make sense? Uh, people are used to certain look and feel on the systems that they use. And do you have a older product that, frankly, somebody out of college will sit down at a desk and take a look at and say, are you kidding? Right. Does it just diminish your ability to look forward, right? Does it automatically hamper you? I mean, one of the key things I'm looking at is how do they architect the data in the back end? I mean, and it seems like a small nuance, but... 
when you look at how Sajida packs its data and its claim, its exposures and its limits and all that jazz coverages versus AMS 360, AMS 360 is a much easier thing to analyze that data than Sajida. You know? <laughs> now, it just depends on your advancement, I guess, and where your agency is for that to be a key consideration. But that becomes more important as time progresses because getting that data into the hands of those that feel it's valuable is going to be key. And so I'm always looking at, at how are they architected, where are those buckets, and, and what does that back end look like? Is it easy for us to deal with? Well, and again, that goes back to that conversation we had on, on open architecture APIs, access to data. That's why it's so important. Because I think anymore, it's unrealistic to expect any vendor, I don't care who they are, to provide best-in-class options for every single thing that an agency needs. Right. I go back to the marketing and sales piece because historically that's been much more difficult. There are great platforms out there if they can get access to, right, the data, the right. client information, the prospect, the submission process, the what whatever is needed there. That's a key, that's a key. Well, and looking forward, I mean, what I want to see, like most of our agency management systems today, don't do a lot of thinking for us, right? They're they're a place where we hold data, but when you think about all the places where they, where these agency management vendors could plug in some form of intelligence to help us identify when we were underinsured, when we didn't have the right limits for, you know, that value. Hey, you have these 15 policies that are expired. They, they can help us get better and smarter and faster, you know. Yeah, and I'm seeing some, some uh, again, indicators or glimpses of what that might look like from a, a really a couple of vendors. Um, one of them, really two of them right now, and I'm Again, if I miss somebody here, just let me know. Um, but X-Dimensional Technologies with Nexture has a what they call Productivity Plus, but it is a what I call service automation. So they can kick off a process based on data change in the client file. So a trigger that's there. A trigger right. that you can set up individually. So the easiest one is notice of intent to cancel. Well, most agencies follow up uh, with that because it's easier to keep the business than it is to rewrite the business. Sure. Well, that download coming in on personal lines, notice of intent to cancel, automatically sends out without somebody's doing the step a follow-up, be it a letter, email, text message, or automated voice broadcast or voicemail message. All pre-formatted, all with the data merged in correctly, but now somebody doesn't have to start that process. Right. EasyLinks, vendor well-known for their personal lines comparative rating platform, uh, has been developing a pretty capable management system platform uh, over, I may get the years wrong here, but over certainly the last three, four, five years, they've just announced a similar capability uh, within their platform. Well, to me, those are where you get operational excellence. Absolutely. Right? Your staff doesn't have to start the process. That's right. Easy one is renewal. For pretty much every line, you know, certainly larger commercial, we're going to set aside. But for personal lines, small commercial, you know what the renewal process is. Mm -hmm. You need to get updated information. You need to, you know, and you need to start so many days, 90 days ahead, 60 days ahead. That's a process that computers should be able to do really well. Sure. Oh, it's 60 days. Oh, now we send out this email that's asking for the updated information. So those are just some 
again, indicators of, of, I think, where we're moving. Now, where it would be really interesting is a bit of machine learning, pattern matching, being able to go in and, and analyze some of the, you know, policy coverage information. Right. You know, again, my question is, do we wait for the vendors to figure that out? Or as an agency or broker organization, do I go out and find vendors who are already doing it and only doing that? So right. they, they know what they're doing, and then I can pull that into to my platform. To me, it's all going to be based on size, right? I mean, if you're a 100-person shop, then you have a lot more capabilities than you do if you're a 10-person shop. I would agree with that. The caveat I would put in there is the 10-person shop could partner with a vendor who could do that for them. Mm-hmm. Unlikely they're going to have the capability internally or be able to have the resources money-wise, et cetera, to do that themselves. But they might be able to find a vendor. Um, in fact, I know they could find vendors that would do that process for them. Yeah, it's just uh, about time and focus, right? Because in that 10-person shop, you typically have 10 people doing all kinds of jobs. Exactly. Right? And so you got to get up from the business to be able to work on the business effectively and yep. kind of look around and ask those questions. Yep. Well, Ryan, we've talked a lot about kind of really an initial conversation around management systems, how to know when you need to be looking at one. If people have questions or comments, certainly would love some feedback. Uh, I think we're going to pause this one now. And then the next episode, I want to go in and really talk through the actual process um, of what it takes to select an agency management system. Yeah, and so, I mean, I think that the takeaways from this is, you know, that agencies, even if they don't have a burning desire or if even if they have a fear of changing their agency management systems, they should be looking at this every couple of years to understand what capabilities these other platforms are having and then figuring out if that's a competitive advantage enough to to start making that transition. No question. And what's out there they don't know about? And two... What's out there that they would like that they can start talking to their vendor about? Absolutely. I got to emphasize this because it really is important. Vendors listen to the owners and the users. But if the owners aren't saying, I need this kind of capability, the vendors are going to respond to the – to the people or the – what's the right phrase I want to use? The squeaky wheel. The squeaky you wheel. The squeaky wheel. And – where most users are saying they want improvements or changes or upgrades or, or, or uh, additions to the platform. Absolutely. So they need to be a part of that voice. And I will put a plug here as we're wrapping this up of, of uh, user groups. Uh, so certainly Vertifor and Applied, uh, Applied System User Group, the NetView, the network of Vertifor users. Uh, you and I were just uh, happened to be at the uh, uh, NetView conference in Atlanta 2000. People, right? Yeah. Agency owners, staff, uh, vendors, et cetera. Uh, a really great place to go. Uh, Applied Systems is coming up this fall, uh, actually in Nashville, uh, which is always fun for me to uh, cool. be able to be here with, with people coming in. But a, a, a great place to go to learn about your system, learn f- what other users are doing, and part of that training piece. Send as many people as you can from your organization to those meetings. Not just to have fun, that's part of it, but very strategically, what do you want to learn about your system that you don't know about? 
Well, and those connections that you meet there, you know, when, when you can call somebody and say, hey, Steve, I saw this agency management system. Is this the truth? And, you know, you can validate that. So, yeah, I'm a big proponent of uh, networking as much as you can because those phone calls will save you hours and hours of work. No question. In fact, I, but the statement I always use is that I've learned more from other users oh, yeah. through those connections than I ever have from the vendor themselves, All day. right? Because they're day. living it every day That's just right. like you are, yep. and they can help with those real practical stuff. Awesome. Great conversation, Ryan. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks. This has been another episode of the Digital Broker Podcast with Steve Anderson and Ryan Deeds. Send us your questions and comments, and if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. This podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Indio provides insurance agents a first-rate client experience by turning the application, renewal, and accord submission process into an easy-to-use, fully digital experience. As a result, agencies using Indio are able to retain and acquire more business. To learn more about Indio and why agencies such as Risk Strategies, ABD, and Heffernan Insurance use Indio, go to www.useindio.com. That's use, U-S-E, Indio, I-N-D-I-O, dot com.